Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hey everyone, welcome to this quick shot of romance. Um, on this episode, we are reviewing Master Baker by Pippa Grant. And <laughs> Leah picked the book. <laughs> I did. And partially because I wanted to hear Becky say Master Baker every single time. Right. So, um, and actually part of the, so part of the reason that we picked this book is Pippa Grant is our author for our drunk book club this month, mm -hmm. um, for the month of April and drunk book club is exclusive event of our Patreon. So, um, if you would like to get in on drunk book club and all the other fun stuff, we actually get two drunk book clubs in the month of April. That's true. Um, we have Pippa Grant stud in the stacks, but then we get Lexi Blake. Um, we had her on a happy hour, um, probably about six weeks ago, if not more. Early, no, maybe okay. February. It was February. It, it, was during it has been a while, but she wanted to come to drunk book club with us. So she yeah. gave every single one of our Patreons a free book um, to read for drunk book club. And so we're having yeah, a special edition. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's so, and that's so cool. So here's a, you know, you can join Patreon. We have a few openings at the $2 level or the five or $10 level. And in the month of April, you get two events and you got a free book that's valued at what, like $6.99, $7.99? I think it might be $6.99, but I'm not sure. So you got a free book this month and two events. Plus mm -hmm. our reading challenge check-in. We do some fun stuff. I mean, I needed a girls' night Saturday night, and um, we, you know, I put a call out and said, "Hey, who wants to book chat?" And I think there was what seven or eight of us that I jumped so. on and chatted all about books. And I we expanded some TBRs. Of course, we did. <laughs> um, so you know, it's a pretty cool, fun club to be a part of. So come join us mm -hmm. over on. Patreon. It's not scary. Okay. We're not scary. Anyway. So, <laughs> so the synopsis from Goodreads, because we haven't done that yet. Right. For Master Baker. He's a master baker with a big cannoli. They call me the sugar whisperer. And anything your tongue desires, I can bake it. Scones, child's play, cupcakes, I'll frost them so good. You won't know what hit you. Donuts, please. You're talking to a master baker but there's one egg I've never been able to crack. My best friend, correction, my former best friend. She's the apple in my pie, the whip in my cream, the lemon in my meringue, the wish in my bone. She's the one who got away. After 10 years in the military, she's back. She's bruised and battered by life, but she's back. Except she's not my second chance. She's gone to the dark side, running a rival bakery in a town not big enough for two. So now I have to decide, which do I want more? my bakery, or the woman I never should have let go in the first place. Master Baker is a deliciously fun friends to enemies to lovers romantic comedy featuring a smooth talking baker, the one who got away and a goat with more matchmaking tendencies than a nosy old grandpa. It stands alone with no cheating or cliffhangers. So the release date on this is June 27th, 2019. It is a part of Kindle Unlimited. So I'm going to try to remember here and there when we do quick shots to let you know how we get this, because um, something that's come up is, you know, it's expensive to be a bookworm. <laughs> so we're going to try to help you out. So mm -hmm. um, Master Baker, it's also available as an audiobook on Hoopla. 
if your library does that. So June 27th, 2019, the tropes for this book are enemies to lover, ex-military, rom-com, second chance. Did I miss any? I don't think. Small town. It's a small town. It is. It is a small town. You're right. Okay. So let's get into our thoughts. First up, the master baker himself, Grady Rock. Uh, So Grady, he's, well, the book opens and he is dirty talking and you find out he's stuffing donuts. So like the opening scene is one of like my favorite opening scenes in a book, just because he's like, he's lovingly like coaxing the filling into this donut. And that's like a theme throughout, like with, with Grady, like he talks, he talks dirty and to his donuts and his pastries and his scones and he shows them the love. Yeah, I have, he is one sweet, dirty talking master baker. (laughs) Guys, like seriously, this title just cracks me up every time I say it. I know, Um, every time I've talked to Becky about this book, she says the title really, really slow. So she's guaranteed to say it right. Right, because we all know that sometimes words are not easy for me. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I like him. He's a pretty relatable guy. He's a little mm-hmm. one-minded. Um, you know, it's about his bakery. Yeah. Well, I way. think part of his thing is like, that was always his goal. Like he, he wanted the bakery. He loves shipwreck, which is where he lives, where he grew up. And he, nobody likes those sarcasm idiots. What do they call them? Sarcasm somethings. I don't know. But the, the two towns have a really, really big rivalry so it's oh, the shipwreck dude. shitheads and this and sarcasm which i just love that town name i want to live in sarcasm. sarcasm i do live in sarcasm well in your uh, lounge in my lounge of sarcasm um so grady has stayed in the town he's you know taken this bakery it's very successful he is the place to go in town to get cakes and baked goods and he is at the mm-hmm. top of his craft yeah okay so then in comes annika in comes annika who cannot bake to save her life but is opening a bakery to help Uh her mom achieve lifelong dreams yes but when she moves home the whole plan kind of goes a little chaotic because there was she was never meant to bake like she was just gonna manage it and be a part of the bakery but then her mom has health issues and can she goes blind and cannot see and that is a big part of the story like dealing with her mom's handicap and the fact that she is trying to to do this for her mom and deal with everything else around her well and Annika and Grady were high school best friends Mm -hmm. they were together were they in a relationship? I No, they were just friends because Annika was very, very firm because her mom was a teenage mom and she was looked down upon very harshly. And Annika said that she never, ever wanted to be her mother in that situation. So she didn't, they didn't date and she was very firm on the, I don't date. So as soon as Annika graduates high school, she actually leaves and joins the army. Mm-hmm. Um, she is getting out of sarcasm. She's got big things where her life is going and she really leaves and doesn't look behind her leaving behind Grady, the best friend. Yeah. Um, 
he's kind of just left in shipwreck while she goes out and discovers the world. And as her time is coming to an end in the army, she comes home um, and and she's coming home. Her mom's decided she's saved enough money. She's opening this bakery. And Annika has a little sister. um, Yes, who, Bailey, who's a riot. Yeah. Because Bailey has no trouble with self-confidence, no trouble like with anything. She is very strong-willed and independent. And I love how they they swear all they want at home, but when they're in public, they don't say such things as that. <laughs> Unless right. it's a shipwreck shithead, then it then it's okay. Then it's okay. Um so they were best friends in high school, and then they're, you know, Annika's now back in sarcasm, helping her mom start this bakery and also helping her mom with her sister. As you said, mom is, has had sudden blindness mm-hmm. and cannot bake anymore. Well, and- she can, she just is very like limited in like what she can do and how she can do things. So she's dealing with that on top of everything else. And Bailey, the sister can actually bake really yes. well. Yes. All that Annika cannot do, it seems that Bailey can do. Um, And so the moment that these each, that Grady and Annika are back on the page again together, you feel the chemistry igniting. Like it is there, you know, they're, they're bantering, they're back and forth, um, making the digs at each other. Mm -hmm. I loved, um, so there's a softball game early yes. in the beginning of the book that is just hilarious. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I, just, I don't want to give anything away. Really, to be honest, this book, it reads as traditional rom-com. It is funny. You will find yourself giggling. Everybody has these little quirks. Um, I about died with Annika's mom and her, the randomness of seeing animals. <laughs> well, the hallucinations, because she just sees... Yeah. And it's like, all right. And then like at the softball game, she's like, I'm going to sit next to the Python and everybody just like looks at them. She's like, it's fine. It's fine. She just <laughs> sees things. Sometimes it's an elephant. Sometimes it's a tiger. It's fine. Yeah. The part where they're giving away the cinnamon roll samples in downtown shipwreck for people to come over and buy cinnamon rolls from their D's Nuts Bakery, which is the uh-huh. name of the bakery that... Annika's mom is opening and they're sitting at the corner and even the interaction between Grady and, and Bailey the little is hilarious uh-huh. but there's also um Grady's is it his grandfather pop yeah pop yeah and his, and parrot. his parrot long beak silver who silver. if there's not a cuss word he doesn't know it yeah <laughs> such a dirty bird in the true sense of the word the dirtiest um I think all the dirty talking in this book comes from long beak silver I I don't think any of the characters I think it's it's Grady when he talks to donuts and like his bakery goods and then the parrot parrot that's yeah that's pretty much it um and then there's the goat named Sue who eats everything, of course, because he's a goat. <laughs> and uh, Grady owns Sue, right? Yes, Sue is Grady's, <laughs> which I guess she just like showed up. He showed up in her his yard and he just 
never got rid of him because he wouldn't leave. And so now he takes him everywhere. <laughs> it's so weird. A goat and a parrot. Um, I will say that this, um, this story is very much immersed in fa- family dynamic and small mm-hmm. town antics. So, you know, be prepared for those giggly moments between Bailey and the parrot and small town antics. I, I just, it's really funny. It is. It's funny. Well, and I think one of the things too, is like Grady, like his whole family is very close. Like they are a big part of shipwreck. Like his dad owns a restaurant called the crusty nut. Um, his sister works there. Like the whole family is immersed in this shipwreck community. And then Annika is in sarcasm and it's, it throws a little bit of a divide there because they're shipwreck versus sarcasm but there there's such a family-based um focus in this book which i love well and he takes it personally that she's even thinking about owning a bakery like it is like a personal attack on him and it's Mm -hmm. so funny it's the thing is is it's not it really isn't she didn't say hey i'm going back to my hometown to open a bakery because i really want to give it to grady she's really just trying to be a good daughter well, and I think his big thing is like, she came back and he didn't know, like, but there's, there's a whole part about them, like coming to terms with the way things ended like 10 years, like when they, after they graduate from high school, like they, they work things out, but like, there's that whole factor that like she left and they had no contact, like she would come home and he wouldn't see her. Like she didn't check in on him. Like she knew that he owned the, the bakery which I can't think of his bakery name, but, um, um, but he, like, once she was gone, she was gone. And I think he had a lot of animosity towards that because he had a lot of strong feelings for her. But part of my issue is like, he didn't reach out either. Like he knew like this was always her plan. Like he knew that she didn't want to be in this situation, but he just, he took it to heart and like almost, badly like and didn't even attempt to to keep things anywhere close to friendship for the two of them and it was like a personal slight against him where like he like she always talked about getting out of sarcasm leaving the area getting away from like all of that yeah yeah um and she liked you know one of the things about Annika and you get this about her personality she likes plans she mm-hmm. likes regiment. She likes knowing where things are going and how things are happening. And Grady kind of lives in a world of chaos. And he, she calls him out for all the chaos. And he says, you say chaos, but the things that take us by surprise are what makes life interesting. Um, so this book is written in dual point of view. We do get mm-hmm. Grady's, um, it's first person dual point of view. We get Grady's thoughts and then we get Annika's thoughts. And mm-hmm. so that did make it an enjoyable story and you see the kind of back and forth. Well, and it wasn't one of those, cause there are sometimes we, where you have books where they're dual point of view, but it's like you get 75% in one perspective and like 25% in the other. Like this one is a nice blend. It, I don't think it goes chapter to chapter every other one or it might, but either way, like you, it's pretty much a 50, 50 book. Like you get 50% Dan or Annika 50% Grady. And then I, is there a random Bailey chapter in this one? Cause sometimes there's like a random, I don't remember exactly. There might, there be. might not have, but I feel like there, 
sticking out, but you know, <laughs> we should have recorded this like days ago. So I know we, it's, it's life. not fresh. It's holiday in life. Um, okay. So let's get to, um, let's get to the three questions. The three, the big three, the um, big three, the big three. Did you like this book? I love this book, but I like everything Pippa Grant writes. Like there are books of hers that I like more than others. This one is like middle of the road for me, for her, but still very good. And there's, you get all of those ridiculous moments and like ridiculous things, like the crazy animals. Like that's one of the things that she writes into almost every book. There is some sort of random pet who gets into like causes chaos. Um, but those are the things you come to know and love and expect from Pippa Grant. What about um, you? Did you like this book? Yeah, you know, I did. It's um, it's one of those stories that you're disappointed when it ends mm -hmm. because you've just fallen in love with this town and with these people and you kind of want to dive into more and hear more. Um, but I've only read a few books by Pippa Grant. So with the few that I've read, it's not my favorite, um, but I did like it. I did like it. So uh, who would typically like this book? Um, any rom-com fans, fans of crazy animals, which is one of Grant's go-tos, like I said. Um, and if you liked Morning Wood, then I think this would be something that you would like because it has that similar like chaos like to it. Well, and if you like enemies to lover, but sometimes get over too much with the angst, mm -hmm. this is a perfect example of a enemies to lovers with low angst, mm -hmm. you know? and the laughter so again if you like rom-com but also if you like en enemies to lovers if that's a go-to trope for you but you kind of need a break from all the angst and the push and pull yeah this one this is this is low angst it's very good um so would you recommend this book i have recommended this book and i will continue to recommend this book um i would recommend this book also it, it i think it's really good um it just, you know, I just had some nitpicky stuff, but other than that, you know, overall good book, good rom-com, highly recommend it. And I think one thing too, though, if it's like, if you're looking for something light, like this is a light book, they're like, it's not something that like, yeah. if you just need, if you're in the mood for something different, like this is a good book to read. Well, and if you're a mood reader and just need something that's going to be funny and easy to read and just flows like if you have the day off and you're spending the day you know out on your patio enjoying the sunshine and you just want something fun to read that's not going to bring you down that's happy mm -hmm. read this this is perfect for that this yeah. will be a great read um as we're getting ready you know spring and we're having some 70 80 degree weather here where we are um it makes me think of summers. This is a perfect by the pool kind of read. You mm -hmm. can put it down and, you know, watch the kids so they don't drown, but you can also pick this up and totally be in it laughing out loud while everyone is staring at you. So yeah. Mm -hmm. anyway. <laughs> Thanks everyone for joining us on this quick shot of romance. Um, we totally completed it without a weird, awkward pause. So plus for us, right? Yay for us. Yeah. Bye Yay. everybody. Bye everybody. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.